Sometimes I find myself falling into a pessimistic pit of despair for the future of our country. It's easy to do when you get caught up thinking about our elderly leaders who've grown more and more disconnected from regular people to the point where they may as well be Marie Antoinette saying, let them eat cake. The only thing that seems to bring me back from this precipice is that every time the left tries to make a hero of someone, they turn out to be a complete joke. It's not that they know nothing or have no ideas. It's that they know all the wrong things and all their ideas are bad. We have a great example of the latest darling of the left looking like a complete buffoon just yesterday. Let's take a moment to enjoy the cake. I'm Tyler Cressman. Welcome to the Cressman Conversation. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Fannie Willis. I know that last week we talked about all the trials that Donald Trump was a part of, but today is a little bit different because we have an update in the trial. Yesterday, Fannie Willis was on the witness stand, uh, well, with as well as her lover, talking about their possible conflict of interest in prosecuting the president. And, oh my God, when I say that the left likes to elevate people who know nothing, I'm not just talking about your AOCs and your Ilhan Omars and Rashida Tlaibs. The squad is a great example. Or my, my wonderful Congresswoman Cori Bush, these idiots who somehow managed to get in these positions. I'm also talking about people like Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis is the DA of Fulton County. This is a, this is a big job, okay? Fulton County is a, there's a huge amount of people in this county. She is a DA. She's supposed to know things. You would expect a DA to know some things. She came across terribly yesterday. And we're going to show a lot of clips because it's amazing. I, how people can get on the internet today and defend her after what they heard yesterday, I have no idea. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to show, like I said, a lot of clips. And it's kind of hilarious. So buckle in. We're going to just start off. I don't know how... Fannie Willis. She graduated from Howard University. She had honors when she did. I don't know how this is true because she doesn't understand basic things. She's a district attorney. We're going to show this clip to start us off. Okay, right here. Okay, watch watch this clip. I think we. I don't very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be. Not so much that you're hostile, Miss Willis. It'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Miss Merchants. Miss Merchants' interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. All right. Okay. So right off the bat, for those of you who couldn't hear, right at the beginning of this clip, the. First person who speaks says, I would like permission to treat Miss Willis as a hostile witness. Miss Willis then says, quote, I am not a hostile witness. I very much want to be here. Miss Merchant's interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. That's basically what she said. Fannie Willis is a district attorney. This is a legal position. This is a person who's supposed to prosecute crimes. That is her job. That is her role in this entire thing. She's on trial right now because they are attempting to prosecute the president of the United States and she probably broke a bunch of laws. So Fannie Willis doesn't know what a hostile witness is. Hostile witness doesn't mean that your attitude is hostile, that you don't want to be there. I'm not a hostile witness. I want to be here, she said. Do you, that's a legal term. Here, I pulled up the definition to help her. This is from Cornell Law School. 
Hostile witness. A hostile witness is a witness who testifies against the party who has called them to testify. The examiner may ask a hostile witness leading questions, as in cross-examination, also known as an adverse witness. Now, Fannie Willis doesn't know this basic legal terminology for what a hostile witness is. She thinks that, what, it's her attitude that is making her hostile? Is that what's, that's what's happening today? She doesn't know that a hostile witness just means that the prosecutor is given different kind of powers to ask questions. You can ask leading questions to a hostile witness because you are attempting to lead them to a certain thing that you want them to say. That's basically what that means. She doesn't know that. That's a basic thing in, have you, first of all, have you never seen Law and Order? Can we just be real here? Does Fannie Willis not like Law and Order? What's wrong with her? This is, this is a common term. It doesn't have anything to do with her attitude or the fact that you don't want to be there. What are you talking about? That's just, that's just the first thing. She, again, it's not that she doesn't know things. She knows all the wrong things, and everything she believes is wrong. So it's, just, it's one of those things. She doesn't know basic things. How about this one? This one's hilarious. Did you and Mr. Wade go to New York? I've gone to New York. Um, I've gone to New York twice um, since I've been district attorney. <clears throat> I'm trying to think it was two or three times. I went to do a domestic violence thing there, for sure. And I was honored, and I went to the Apollo there. Those are the only two trips that come to mind. I went. He was not with me. You also said that he was a world traveler and had been on many of the continents. I've been to six. Have you been on any of those continents with him? Um, Besides this one? Uh, where's Belize? What continent is it? I'm not being funny. I don't know. Let's say with the exception of... Belize with him. I've been to the Bahamas with him. I've been with Aruba with him. Don't embarrass me. I'm not sure what continents those are on. Whatever continents those are, that's where I've been. I'm sure if I gave it some thought, I would tell you. But whatever continents those are, that I've been to those locations, sir. But not Australia or any other continents? I don't even want to go to Australia. I do know he took a trip in December to Australia. I have no idea, you know. I don't know anything about that trip. Okay, so where's Belize? What continent? I'm not being funny. I don't know. I've been to Belize. I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to Aruba. Don't embarrass me. I'm not sure what continents those are on. So Fannie Willis is on here. Basically, this whole thing right now, for those people who don't know, I realize I should have done this at the beginning. For those who don't know, Fannie Willis is here because she hired this gentleman, Mr. Wade. What is his first name? Is it Nate? I can't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan Wade. She hired Nathan Wade. To Did you and Mr. Wade go to New York? Playing clips again. She hired Mr. Wade as a person who is going to prosecute the President of the United States. She also happened to be sleeping with him at the time. And as she was paying him upwards of $600,000, he was taking her on trips to Belize, Aruba, wherever the hell else she just said, Belize, Aruba, the Bahamas. So as this man was being paid with money from her office, he was then using that money to take her around the world. Around the world being a little bit of a euphemism here because uh, as unlike as she would know, most of those places are not around the world. They're all kind of right there close to each other. So... That's what this whole thing is about. This whole thing is about her lying to the court, her using the money that she, the taxpayer money for personal gain, which is 
what it is when you pay someone who then uses that money to take you on trips or buy you lavish gifts, which is exactly what happened here. So I just think it's funny. She doesn't know where all she's been with him. She can't remember. Oh, my gosh. She can't remember all the trips that she's gone on with this man. Let's look at a little bit more. Let's look at some more clips. That's before I had to abandon my home, Judge. All right. And at my well, home in South Fulton, he never came there, okay? So if you don't so, come someplace, you can't live there. Ms. Willis, that's, I'm going to have to caution you. That's going to be my first time out to caution you. I'm going to listen to the questions as asked. And if this happens again and again, I'm going to have no choice but to strike your testimony. So I need to break this down. Mr. Merchant's question, I believe, was uh, asking whether you lived anywhere other than South Fulton. That's before I had. So here was a line of questioning. This actually went on for quite a bit of time. I, I thought I had the other clip pulled up, but apparently I don't. So they were asking her a, a series of questions about has Mr. Wade ever been to your house? And she, she wouldn't answer this question. She danced around it. She kept saying things like, well, let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. Let's do this. And let's not mince words. But that's all she did. She danced around this question forever. And the judge had to tell her to behave. He said, you can't keep doing this. You have to answer the questions that are asked to you. She kept saying that she had to abandon her home. Oh, well, I've lived here. I've lived in a house. I lived in a condo. There's a, another clip going around where the, the person prosecuting this right now was saying i am trying to she started using the phrase where you lay your head because she couldn't get fanny willis to just admit that she lived somewhere so she said has mr wade ever been to the place where you lay your head because this is how this is what fanny willis did all day yesterday she just tried to obfuscate and dodge dip dive duck dodge and dodge again she tried to do all that yesterday and the judge was having none of it she didn't know how to behave how about this one this is this is the first example of where she probably perjured herself which is a crime and if it's a crime she should be charged with it because this is obviously it seems to be obviously untrue my next question is based on her opening the door and therefore i'll just ask it and your honor can decide whether or not it's appropriate when you went to dc did you go to the white house Okay. I did not go to the White House. No. Okay, not true. She did not go to the White House? What about this? This is from whitehouse.gov. This is when Fannie Willis, Fannie Willis, right here, Fannie Willis saw the, had a meeting with the president. The appointment was made on 2-24-2023. The appointment started 2-28-2023, 18-30, and lasted until 23-59. She had a, what is that, four-hour? Oh, 18. Yeah, a five-hour meeting. She had a five-hour meeting with the president in the side lawn tent at the White House. This is, that's a crime. You can't lie about going to the White House when they're asked, did you go to the White House? This is obviously not true. How do, and by the way, when you come back and say later, oh, I forgot, you forgot that you had a White House meeting with the president? That's it, that's it crime right here they said did you go to the white house she said no no i've never been to the white house that is obviously not true how can this person get up there and just lie to the court it makes no sense yet that yet she's going to get away with it and that's the thing that's crazy they're not they're clearly is a double standard when it comes to lying to the court that's why she's there 
She's there because she lied to the court. And we can't forget that. This lady, this woman, she took it upon herself to charge Donald Trump and um, many of his associates with a crime that, first of all, she probably doesn't have the authority to charge them with, but secondly, made her a hero. That's why she did this. She did this to be famous. She's not doing this to defend democracy. Don't get it twisted. Alvin Bragg in New York is not prosecuting Donald Trump to defend democracy or because he committed a crime. They're doing it to get famous. That's what this is. This is a play for political power and name recognition so you can run for something later that'll give you more power. That's what that's what these people want. That's what Alvin Bragg wants. That's what Fannie Willis wants. That's what all these prosecutors are looking for. They're looking for a way to get their name in the paper. Fannie Willis is coming across, she came across like a bad person in this entire thing. I watched a good, good bit of it. I won't say I watched all of it, but I watched a good bit of it. She came across like a bad person. She came across like a liar and a person who instead of owning the lies, was trying to, again, obfuscate and dance around the lies and play word games that the judge had to caution her against because she was trying to play word games, which you're not allowed to do. You have to answer questions. And she just, she couldn't behave. She couldn't behave herself. And people are going to say that you already saw it, actually. I've already seen the articles talking about they're attacking her because she's a black woman. This is, that's such a bullshit defense. You don't get to do this. You don't get to commit crimes. It's a crime to lie to a judge. It's a crime to lie in the courtroom. She submitted documents that are not true to the court. That's a crime. You cannot do this. I don't care if you're black. You don't get away with it. You don't get, you don't get to just say, well, she's black. We can't criticize her. That's absurd. The unfortunate thing is that her behavior will get... Actually, I want to get into that. I got another clip to, to play before we get into this. But... It's, it's things like this that just are going to drive people insane. And then he tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. I don't, just like you're asking me about the money with Robin, I don't do my friends like that. So if you tell me it's a G, then you're going to get $1,000. Whatever it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him the money back. Isn't it? And then... All right. Well, I thought I had another one in there too. Um, the unfortunate thing, and this is a this is actually something that is hard to talk about because you got to find the right words, just because you you want to make sure that you're saying what you mean. And I was talking to someone about this yesterday, Fannie Willis yesterday. This whole trial, sending clips back and forth, talking about this, and someone made a great point to me that I thought was actually worth bringing up here, which is that there's an unfortunate thing that happens in society that I don't know the solution to, but it is important to point out, which is that one of the, the, one of the problems that affects the black community in America is that when you get someone who behaves poorly, right, when you get the person up there put them on the stand, they act like an idiot or they act really ghetto or anything like this. People use that to draw a big circle around the black community and then treat it as indicative of the whole. So they take this little small piece and then they tend to extrapolate 
and make assumptions about the black community as a whole. And this is something that doesn't happen in the white community. If we put some Hoosier up there, people go, oh, my God, look at this idiot, you know, methed out with the missing teeth and doesn't know how to speak properly and maybe is a know-nothing. But nobody will then draw a big circle around white people in the United States and say, well, that's just how they are. And it's an unfortunate thing, but it is true that people do that with the black community. And it's bad. It's a bad thing to do. But also, when you look back at the history of the black community and how it has moved forward in the United States, a lot of people were very cognizant that this was a true thing. So, for example, you can go back to Jackie Robinson in baseball or Rosa Parks in the civil rights movement. And you say, there were better baseball players than Jackie Robinson. But why was Jackie Robinson given the chance to play baseball? Why did he integrate Major League Baseball? It's because they looked at him and said, well, he can be a role model for people because he is a good person and he behaves in a way that is decent and respectful, not in the kind of Uncle Ruckus shine the shoes kind of way. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a a person who's just a good human being who's a good role model. The same with Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks was defiant. Rosa Parks did this, but there was someone who did this before her. I can't remember the name of the girl, but they were going to put this other lady up and make her the face of the bus boycott movement. And it turned out, well, then she got herself pregnant and she wasn't married. And so she was a teenage unwed pregnant woman. And they said, well, we're not going to make you the face of the movement because that's going to look bad for the movement as a whole. So Rosa Parks, again, a very respectful, uh, respectable, great woman, was up there and said, hey, this is a person that we can look to as a leader and as a person that we want to put forward to say, this is what the black community is. We are great and we are awesome and it's amazing. When you put a person like Fannie Willis, this is, and this is the problem of the left, there are fantastic, wonderful amazing people in the black community who deserve respect and recognition. But the mainstream media tends to not promote them as people. It tends to be people like Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis came across like a corrupt individual who is using her office for her personal gain. That's what she came across as. She comes across like a criminal. She comes across with this attitude, this unearned attitude, where she acts as though she's better than the courts and she doesn't deserve to be there. But she does deserve to be there. She's the liar. She's the one who is using money that her office is paying to go on trips to Belize, the Bahamas, and and Aruba, to go to New York, to do all these things. She used taxpayer money to pay Shaquille O'Neal to be in a video with her. Do do regular people want that in their politicians? No. But yet she was put up there by the news media that said, This is a person. Look at her. She's great. This is what black leadership looks like. And now it looks bad on the black community. In in a way, it shouldn't. It shouldn't reflect on the black community, but it will. And and this is a problem that the left has. They're not interested in promoting people who are great, who happen to be black, right? They're interested in promoting people who are black because they're black. And, And that is something that this trial is just showcasing. When they say they're not sending the best, that's this is what they mean. Fannie Willis is not a good representation of what black excellence should look like, but she's being defended as though she is because the news media only puts forward the people who conform to their narrative, 
which often means people who are not that great at what they do. When you put up the squad and you want to talk about members of color in the House of Representatives who are great, do you think Cori Bush accurately represents the black community? I don't think that because she's a moron. I, I know. I know black people who are great and who could run circles around Cori Bush intellectually. They're not the ones that the media puts forward because they happen to be more conservative or they happen to be someone who doesn't just go along with the media narratives. People like, you could say, one of the smartest people in the last 50 years, Thomas Sowell. How many times do you see him on national news media? Never, because he's a black conservative. They go after Clarence Thomas every single day because he's a black conservative. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Jason Riley, are we seeing him doing national... Tours? Is he up there being promoted by the news media? No. But people like Fannie Willis are because Fannie Willis is a leftist. And, but the problem is when you promote leftism, you're promoting people who don't know things and are not going to be good at their job. And when they're exposed, then you hide behind the rubric of it's racist to criticize them. It's not racist to criticize Fannie Willis. This has nothing to do with her being black. She acted like an entitled brat up there. And when, you, when you're sitting up there and you go, if it's a G, it's $1,000, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like that doesn't make you look good. And you put yourself up there as a, an, an example of what black leadership looks like. You did that. I didn't do that. You did that. So it's when you sit on trial and you, you behave the way that she did yesterday, you have to say, oh, my God, the media is doing a disservice to the community that they claim to love and want to represent well, you put Fannie Willis in this position. You made her the darling of the left. And now look at how she behaves and then say, was that a good choice? It's not a good choice. There are a million people out there who you could put up there as examples of what black leadership looks like and is good and great and awesome. And you choose Fannie Willis because she conforms to the things that you want her to conform to. This The other guy, um, Nathan Wade, he came across great, by the way. There are some times in there he said some funny things or did some funny things. But he came across great. But you're not seeing all the clips of him going around, although I am going to play a couple. But you're seeing, you're seeing uh, nothing but Fannie Willis. And then, again, it's the people who defend her right now that are doing the disservice to everybody involved in this whole thing. We're going to play some more clips here real quick. Check this one out. I needed. Um, you said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? Oh, it was cash. She didn't, she didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. No, you did not. All I needed. Okay, so that was, for those of you who are just listening, that was Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade is the person who, the lawyer that was hired to prosecute Donald Trump by Fannie Willis. Now, this is him testifying that he used his business credit card to pay for trips with Fannie Willis that she then gave him cash 
to pay him back for, okay? That's what he was testifying for there. So he's literally saying on record that she you or he used his business credit card to pay for trips and then Fannie Willis reimbursed him in cash for that. All right? Can we do we understand what that means? That means he's using his his business expenses. He's he's doing this using his business credit card to pay for these trips. Fannie Willis then says, "Oh, she paid him back." So it wasn't that he, he was using his money to do it because she paid him back. But she paid him in cash. Oh, so she gave him thousands of dollars in cash to reimburse him for these trips. So it's not that's the defense, by the way. The defense is that Fannie Willis keeps so much cash around her house that she can just pay for plane tickets and resorts, hotels, food, drink, all this stuff in cash that she has no receipts for because she just has so much cash stored around her house that she just throws it out. Does anyone believe this? Any rational person believe that this is true? Does anyone think that if we went and dug through the walls in Fannie Willis's house, we're going to find thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars just stashed there? No, no one believes it. But I will say this, in Nathan Wade's defense, he came across great. There were some times, some funny moments in there where he, he admitted one thing that looks bad is he admitted that he lied the last time he was in court for his divorce because they had him on a clip that said, well, you said here you and Fannie Willis hadn't, ever slept together but now we have proof that you had did you lie in your deposition he said yes yeah i did that's never a good look you're saying you lied to the court previously what makes me think you're not lying now this though this is the best clip of the day i'm going to just play this one for you you can enjoy it i will say before i play this the the music and the video effects are added but this is actually how long it took to answer this question Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. No. You've never gone to a cabin with Miss Willis? No. Okay, so that that was that's a real clip. Again, the music and the video effects they're added. That's how long it took him to answer that question. It took over fifteen seconds of a pause to think of an answer to the question: Have you ever gone to a cabin with Fanny Willis? Who? What? Who needs that long to answer that question in any context ever? I can't imagine. If someone asked me, Tyler. Do you ever go to a cabin with fill in the blank? I'd be like, no. Tyler, have you ever been to a cabin? Yeah, once. That's how quickly I can recall that, by the way. I just, the one time, I remember being in a cabin once. I was up in the mountains in Wyoming. I'd call it a cabin. He got asked. Now, there's a couple things that could be happening here. One, he's gone on so many trips with Fannie Willis, he literally can't remember. Oh, have we ever been to a cabin? I don't know. Let me just count down all the ways. How, how often are you with this woman? How many trips do you go on? You have to take 15 seconds to remember if you've ever been to a cabin. It's, it's outrageous. But it is hilarious. 15 seconds. I, I can't think of a question you could possibly ask me that I would have to sit there for 15 seconds and think of an answer to. You can't remember? I don't remember. That's the answer. I don't know. I don't know. It's amazing. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. I just, I love it. Now, 
here's the this is from MSNBC. I would like to say, I don't know how bad you have to do for MSNBC as an organization to come out and say this. Yeah, this this has been a bombshell, and it was a slow, a sort of a slow burn. But um, if you if you parse the language, huge, huge issues here. And I want to be really clear: this is not about a relationship between two consenting adults. This has nothing to do with that. It's about lying to the court. It's about potential financial gain on the part of Fannie Willis, and, and not not even so much. That that's a second. That takes the back seat here. The issue is that her credibility is shot. Um, just as Anthony was saying, if she lied to the court, she submitted something to the court that she knew was false and inaccurate, what else was she lying about? It's a horrible, horrible look for her. I think this case is dead in the water. Yeah, this, this is. How bad, as a Democrat, does your day have to go for MSNBC to come out and say your credibility is shot and this thing that you're trying to put together is dead in the water? Pretty damn bad, I would say. So, I've said it a couple times, and I'll say it again. They're not sending their best. That's clear. It is not. The the Democrats, they continually put forward these people who are just unimpressive. Kamala, Kamala, now I'm, I'm saying her name wrong. Kamala Harris is an unimpressive person. She does not come across as bright. She does not come across as great. There are a million better choices out there for a vice president when you want to put forward um beto beto or uh, beto o'rourke he's terrible he is a very unimpressive person you listen to him speak he he comes across again like a nitwit he doesn't know anything but he's continually put forth as the guy who's going to dethrone ted cruz ted cruz in a debate trounces him ted cruz is so much smarter than him that it just it makes him look like a know-nothing. But they put these people forward to be in Pete Buttigieg. It's so unimpressive as a person. He's a, he's a good speaker. He tries to channel that 2008 Obama with his speech patterns. Unimpressive. He doesn't do a good job. He doesn't come across as likable. He has no charisma. He tries his best to do this Obama impression, but it's not a good one. Who do the Democrats have? They keep elevating people to these positions where they don't deserve to be there, and they do a poor job while they're there, and then any criticism of them is supposedly some form of bigotry. Carol Swain, she would be a great, at, a, a great vice president, but she's a conservative. They don't want her. She's really smart. She is, a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this, I don't dislike Nikki Haley. So many people dislike Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley would be better at this job than any of those people I just listed. Any of them. But, again, she's a conservative woman, so everyone wants to treat her like she's a bad person. (laughs) And conservatives don't like her for different reasons, but I have no issues with Nikki Haley for the most part. I mean, sometimes I do, but my point is that the Democrats, they put people up here who are not ready for the spotlight. Then they crumble. And then they hide behind whatever they are. Oh, you don't like Pete Buttigieg? It's because you don't like the fact that he's gay. I don't care that he's gay. I just think that he's unimpressive. You don't like Kamala Harris? It's because you're intimidated by a strong black woman. I certainly am not. But 
she's also not that bright. And when she speaks, she talks like she's speaking to kindergartners. Can we, do we not have to play clips of her talking about Venn diagrams for eight years to, to know that she's really not that bright? Fanny Willis, she graduated with honors from Howard University. But she gets up here. She doesn't know basic legal definitions. And she doesn't remember what continent she's been on. Like, what, what are we talking about? These, these are the people who are supposed to be our betters. They're supposed to be our leaders. They're supposed to be our guardians of democracy. I don't think so. I think they come across as unimpressive. I think this case against Trump in Georgia is, is exploding right now. It's imploding. It's going away. So there's one less thing for Trump to worry about. I wish that some of the other people involved were also off the hook, but unfortunately some of them took plea deals and did all this other stuff because they don't have money. That's the one thing that's bad about our justice system. I'll say that. If you have money, you can fight to the end. But if you don't, sometimes you can't afford to fight to the end. You got to take plea deals that you don't deserve. I think I think Jenna Ellis, for example, she got hosed in this case. She had to take a plea deal and, and act like she was guilty of some crime. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we're going to leave it there for the day. I just want everyone to enjoy. When our enemies make mistakes, we're allowed to revel in it. And Fannie Willis is someone I am ideologically opposed to on every level. I think she's a bad person. I think she's doing a bad thing, prosecuting the former president. And I think that she comes across, she's corrupt. And I don't like corrupt politicians. If, by the way, Republican politicians who are corrupt, throw them in jail. Democrat politicians who are corrupt, throw them in jail. Throw anyone in jail. If you take money you don't deserve, if you misappropriate funds, if you make these kind of mistakes, to jail. Straight to jail. That's what I say. So, yeah, I would throw Fannie Willis in jail if she wound up lying to the court. Put her in jail. If you perjured yourself, that's a crime. Put her in jail. I, I, any one of these people. If you want to be a politician, I want you on the up and up. If you're a Democrat and you break the law, go to jail. If you're a Republican and you break the law, go to jail. Send more politicians to jail. That's what, I'm, that's what I would run on. Anyone who takes that money from the American taxpayer and wants to get rich without doing their job properly, straight to jail. All right, that that's should be the motto for 2024. Straight to jail. Political opponents, straight to jail. No, bad. But if you break the law, straight to jail. Anyway, we're going to leave it there. I'll catch you guys next Friday. Uh, any, as always, questions, comments, concerns, or if you've got ideas for podcast topics, hit me up on any of the various platforms. I wind up, I see all the things. Some of them I check more often than others. I'm not normally on Facebook very much. I just put the videos up once a week so i don't normally check that one quite as often youtube is always the best place to leave comments probably i see those pretty quickly anyway i'll catch you guys next week as always i'm tyler cressman hope you enjoyed the episode